Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Christian Weekly. I am your host, Patrick Dorrance, and today we have episode four airing. And this one is a little exciting. It's talking about Protestant denominations of Christianity. So this one probably is not going to be very long. I don't have a whole lot here just because there are so many different Protestant denominations. I'm just going to cover a few and just talk about pros and cons of multiple denominations. So, first off, what is Protestantism, and how did it start? Well, it's the first, excuse me, not first, second largest form of Christianity, the first one being Catholicism, since, you know, every other branch really stemmed from the Catholic Church. So, that is Protestantism. It's um, essentially, you know, it has the word protest in there. So it's essentially just protesting the Catholic Church, saying, no, we denounce this, 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 and this about you. We're going to be our own thing. So that essentially was started by, like I stated in the last episode, Martin Luther, the who's called the father of the Reformation. And he essentially started the Great Schism, which was the separation from the Catholic Church, and thus started all the modern Protestant denominations we know today. Now there's a lot. Like last week I talked about Lutheranism, how there's different forms of the Lutheran Church. Missouri Synod, Wisconsin Synod, Evangelical Lutheran Church of America. There's a lot. So I'm just going to go over a couple of Protestant denominations, and then I'm going to talk about you know pros and cons of multiple denominations. So first off, we have Anabaptists. Now, and now Anabaptists are essentially just Baptists. It's one thing. They do not believe in infant baptism. So for that reason, uh, they don't believe that, is that you need to be, you have to understand and actually accept Christ to be baptized. Um, their argument is that an infant really cannot do that. I know a lot of people want in, their infant to be baptized anyway, you know, just as a reassurance. Um, I myself am very conflicted on the topic of infant baptism, so I don't really have an official stance. I tend to swing more towards adult baptism, but like I said, I'm very conflicted on that. Um, and you have the Anglican Church, which is middle way between Catholic and Protestant, so really more between Catholics and Lutherans. Uh, very, very similar. And then you have Baptist, which, like I said, is really fo- which is really focusing just around you know baptism, hence the name Baptist. Baptism in the Baptist Church is very, very, very important. Um, it's essentially what they're centered around, and that baptism is the washing of your sins, and is one of the most important um, traditions of the Christian Church. Then you have Methodist. Now, there are two main types of Methodists. There's United Methodist and then Free Methodist. United Methodist, they are, you know, one huge group. Same belief system, same base. Hence the name United. And then Free Methodist is, um, you know, there is a Free Methodist organization. But they are do not, they're not shared together in common. They're not one huge singular church, there are multiple different Methodist ministries. Uh, for example, a church I've been going to, 
um, is a free Methodist ministry, so it's not tied to the United Methodist Church. And you have, um, after that, you have Pentecostal, which falls under the Assemblies of God. Now, a lot of people are kind of iffy about Pentecostal churches, some to the point where they believe that Pentecostal churches are insane, because they believe in speaking in tongues and coming down to the Holy Spirit and really feeling it. Um, I myself have never been to a Pentecostal church or really any church that is a part of the Assemblies of God. Um, there's a church in my town that is an Assembly of God, which I considered going to for a while. But I was going to bring, I think it was my mom with me, but she was kind of iffy with that just because it was an Assembly of God. So um, I'm not really sure. I'd have to actually try it myself to see. But and then you have Presbyterians. Um, Presbyterians are a little bit more on the liberal end, kind of like with the independent Catholic Church, like I talked about last episode. Um, female ministers, they allow for homosexual marriage. And I do believe they allow homosexuals to hold um, a ministry position. So they're a little bit more on the liberal end of Christianity, more towards the uh, progressive end. Where they're not really, it's not really uh, biblical based if they're allowing those kind of things. Um, I'm not trying to diss on them. I just, it is clear in the Bible that homosexual marriage and uh, women in the position of a pastor is not allowed. Um, I can do an episode on that later on about women in ministry. I'm not saying that women should not go out and preach the gospel. I mean, every Christian is supposed to, but when it comes to a leadership position like that, you know, the Apostle Paul specifically wrote that, no, you don't do it. So there's that. Uh, Seventh-day Adventists. Now, Seventh-day Adventists, what's interesting about them is they observe Saturday as the Sabbath. So, you didn't know you don't go to church on Sunday, you go on Saturday if you're part of that church. Now, me personally, I do not really see where we need a Sabbath, because that was part of the old law. And then Jesus fulfilled it. However, the Ten Commandments do say to uh, honor the Sabbath and keep it holy. And Christians do abide by the Ten Commandments as well. So, I personally do go on Sundays. I honestly think, you know, when you you know you go, you go. But I, I could be wrong. And then, finally, there are... I have written down here Quakers, which I don't even remember writing it down, so I don't really know a whole lot about them. Um, now I feel I just feel really dumb for writing that down now. I don't know why I did. Hmm. Well, shoot. Okay. Um, skip Quakers. I'm so sorry about that. I don't even remember why I'm. Why I had that written down. <laughs> uh, sorry if I sound out of it. I'm just really tired right now, but I'm still gonna, still gonna push it out there with this episode. And like I said, it's gonna be shorter, so sorry about that. Okay, so then, um, I guess I'll go so put this in there. Then you have non-denominational, which they're not set to a specific group. So, and you know what? I did not 
put the definition down. I literally just thought of this. Let me get a definition for everyone, and I can see exactly what it says. This is going to be the Google definition. Okay, so this is the Google definition of non-denominational. Open or acceptable to people of any Christian denomination. So, a non-denominational church, you can be any denomination and they will still let you go. So, we have a non-denominational church here in town, in my town. The Gaylord Evangelical Free Church, we call it E-Free. I'm sorry, E-Free. Uh, boy, got shaky there. Um, and, you know, any anybody... Excuse me, wow. Anybody goes. You know, I'm Catholic. I go there. I have a lot of friends who are from different, you know, faith paths, and they go there. And, you know, in the non-denominational church, you know, if they do communion, you can go ahead and take it. It doesn't matter if you're Catholic, Methodist, Lutheran, Pentecostal, Presbyterian. You can take it there. You know, they're not you know, set to one particular denomination, they are open to all of them. Um, so that's that's the cool thing about non-denominational churches, I think, is that they let everyone come in. Whereas I, I like to think that, you know, they're a little more universal than really the Catholic Church, because the Catholic Church only allows, you know, other Catholics. Non-denominational allows everybody in. Now, I'm not saying that people who attend a non-denominational church are 100% accurate in what they believe with the Bible, like like I said, with gay marriage, for example, there, a lot of Christians believe, oh, that's okay, where clearly in the New Testament, no, it's not. No, it's not. Um, so now I just want to talk about pros and cons of different denominations, and a lot of you are probably wondering, like, well, why would you have pros and cons? That means there's more to you for you to choose from. Well, yeah. There's options, but there, there lies the rub. Which option is the correct option? Because you need to find a church that is 100% Bible-based and abides by everything the Bible says, not just a couple of things. So in my mind, Catholic Church is a huge no, because there's a lot of things that are not right. And then you got other churches like... Um, Jehovah's Wit Jehovah Witness. I don't really know a whole lot about them. Um, I'm actually going to be doing that church for the next episode, so go a little bit more in depth. And then um, you have the Mormon Church, which a lot of people see them as a cult. I do not personally see them as a cult. I don't technically. I don't believe that church to be. 100% biblically accurate. I'm sure there's a lot of... There are definitely things that they are correct on with the Bible. But then you have, you know, their book of scripture, the Book of Mormon, which I do not believe to be true scripture, simply because a lot of what's in the Book of Mormon just so happens to contradict that of the Bible. You know, so does a lot of um, Latter-day Saint teachings. Uh, for example, children you know, ages seven and below, cannot sin because they don't know right from wrong. Um, which I think is honestly ridiculous because 
I knew right from wrong when I was five. And then another example, I'm getting way off topic here, but then for another example, um, Adam and Eve, the fall of man, they believed that it was a good thing. It's like, oh, well, that way we can all know grace and salvation and this, when the Bible clearly says that was bad. So um, I'm going to talk about the Mormon church two episodes later. It's going to be after um, Jehovah's Witness episode. There's going to be a little bit of an introduction there, but like I said, I will talk about the Mormons later on, and I'm not trying to diss the Mormon church. I have made a lot of friends over the past year who are members of that church, and I'm not trying to diss on you guys. If you are listening to this, I'm sorry if I have offended you, but I just, I can't, I can't believe your church. I just can't. No, I honestly think there's a lot of stuff there that is biblically inaccurate. But anyway, enough about that. Um, So, pros about having multiple denominations. There are more options that you can choose the church that is what you believe to be most biblically biblically accurate, which is really what every Christian should be going for. Like, we need to find a church that is 100% accurate. Now, of course, there's always going to be issues, but, you know, that's why churches have local governances, and you can change stuff. Um, problem with that, having multiple denominations, you're going to cause a lot of conflict between denominations. So, for example, Catholics versus Lutherans, Catholics versus Methodists, Catholics versus Presbyterians, Catholics versus Mormons, Catholics versus other Catholics. I know I'm using Catholics a lot, and quite frankly, the Catholic Church, in my opinion, is messed up. And I'm not saying every, no other church is messed up, but the Catholic Church is really messed up. Sorry, guys, if you're Catholic. I don't consider myself Catholic. Technically, I am, but I do not say I'm Catholic. And I judge the Catholic Church pretty, pretty heavily. Just because, you know, I'm constantly saying everybody else is wrong when there's, you guys, when they clearly have, there are a lot of issues. Um, but there, you know, there are other times where, you know, people say like, oh, the Catholic Church is satanic and all this. And I'm like, I don't really know. Um, I'm pretty sure some ways they're bad. I wouldn't say satanic. Um, that's a huge thing. You know, a lot of people will say like, oh, the Catholic Church is, you know, satanic or this and that. And it's like, guys, just chill out. Okay. Really, there should be an effort in my mind to reform the Catholic Church, but I don't think that's going to happen. Just because it's so set in ways. Plus, like I said, there's a lot of interdenominational fighting and stuff. Um, let's see, another con is that a lot of those different branches of, Meth- of uh, not Methodists, <laughs> of uh, uh, Protestant churches and denominations, uh, let's take the Lutheran Church, for example, like I said, broke off into different versions. Like I said, Missouri Synod, Wisconsin Synod, Evangelical Church of America, or Evangelical Lutheran Church. So they break off because, you know, obviously they're not agreeing. Then you have Baptists, Anabaptists, Seventh-day Adventists, Free versus United Methodist. You know, even, and, you know, even, you know, with the Catholic Church, you know, you have seven different Catholic rites, and then, you know, you have Independent Catholic. 
So, you know, not even the Catholic Church can stay together. And heck, even with the Mormon Church, there have been different sects that broke off from the Mormon Church. I don't know how that happened, but it did. Um, I don't know about Jehovah's Witness. I don't think anybody has broken off from them, really. I don't, I don't know. But there is that. Um, a pro with it, and this is an interesting pro, um, you get to learn about the different belief systems. Which I, I think that is beneficial. You, you know, you study up on a church and its beliefs and whatnot, that can help you dictate whether or not that church is accurate, biblically or not. You know, every church, you know, if, it has, if it's like a bigger organization, like let's take Missouri Synod Lutheran, they have a website. It'll tell you their core beliefs and stuff. And then let's say, um, I'll take the Missouri Synod Lutheran Church here in my town. Um, they have a website explaining their beliefs. So whether it's the overall church's website or like a singular, singular local church's website, you're going to get that information. So that that's a pro in my opinion. Con, which is kind of weird considering I made this pro earlier, but I'll go ahead and say it. Too many options, which, okay, I guess that is a good and a bad thing. Yeah, you got a lot to explore, but you have a lot to explore. There's a lot. That's why I only went over a few, because there is so there are so many different denominations. It's not even funny. There's just that there's a lot, and it's just I don't know. It's crazy, you know. Trying to find the church a church that is accurate, it's so difficult as there's so many. You know, it's kind of like with Bible translations. There's so many to choose from. But only a few are accurate, you know. It's you know it's hard, but you know that's why we pray and ask God, take it up, help us find out. Okay, so I'm gonna end it here. Like I said, it was this has been a little shorter than the last ones. I'm sorry, I'm just kind of feeling out of it right now. Um, I don't really have any announcements. Um, like I said. Like I said last week, Apple Podcasts, we are up there now. Um, I've been doing a lot of thinking. Um, and for the past couple of weeks, um, people listening in has just been declining and declining. Um, I had, you know, last episode last week, I got one play. Whereas the one with the highest plays just so happened to be the pilot. You know, we went from 20 to like 15 to 3 to 1. So, for those of you who have been sticking on there, thank you. Um, I'm going to do give it a couple more episodes, and if things don't ship up, I don't want to stop doing this. But, yeah, you know, I, should probably, I, I need to work on promoting it more, but if it just, even if I try promoting it and it just does not work out, I don't want to stop doing this, but I might. I'm sure there is. Because I do this as a way to share the gospel. And I know it's... I mean, <laughs> being kind of weird with just talking about denominations and stuff. And that's going to end in like two weeks, I promise. Um, but yeah, I don't want to stop doing the podcast. But if it doesn't work out in the plays, just keep being low. I'm just going to end it. Don't want to, but that's probably what's going to end up happening. Sadly. Um, so yeah. 
listen in and don't make me stop, guys. <laughs> I don't want to stop doing this, but I'm not going to I'm not going to do something that's going to get, you know, one listen a week. You know, that's not touching people, you know. So yeah, maybe it's touching that one person is going to be helping one person, but I want to get it to more people. So anyway, thank you for listening in today. Like I said, I'm sorry. I'm just out of it. I'm tired. Spent eight hours at work today from nine o'clock to five o'clock. So <laughs> yeah, next week, like I said, what I have planned, we doing Jehovah's Witness and an introduction to the Latter-day Saint movement. We doing after that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And then after that, that air date should be November twenty-fifth for episode five. Um there, excuse me, I believe that's should be episode six. Yep, I'm sorry. I I have to do some updating and stuff. I can't read my own writing. Jeez. So that should be episode six on November twenty-fifth. Um after that, from December second through December thirtieth, I have nothing. Um I do have an episode for January thirteenth. I'm not sharing what that is until then if we get there. So thank you all for tuning in. Make sure to tune in next week. Spread the word. Share this around.